0: Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Talk. But first, let's have a look at the main business stories in the newspapers and websites, which we shall do in the incredible and esteemed company of the economist and all-round nice guy, Austin Hughes. Good morning, Austin. Good morning, Joe. It's Friday. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> it's great. Is right. The weather's been
1: so atrocious. I hope it stays a bit dry. Any plans for the weekend, Austin? No, uh, it, I'm weather dependent. I, I thought I'd be watching rugby, but I think that's going to be please. too painful. Yeah, you know, please,
0: so. please. For some of us who were in Paris last weekend, uh, it's been it's been a painful week. Um, but we better get on and, and and get the newspaper review in the bag. Ronan Smith in the Irish Examiner has a story about government support for SMEs, Austin.
1: Yeah, and this shows the difficulty in finding, you know, one size fits all solutions in relation to government spending and tax measures. A well-intentioned, possibly small 250 million support package for small business. And the intention was that companies uh, would get uh, up to 10,000 back of the Commercial rates they paid up to fifty percent, but the the ceiling for this was companies who paid twenty thousand in commercial rates and unfortunately it 's been criticized widely because uh, partly because of complexity uh, is me say that companies may have to apply to various local authorities if they've different sort of um, venues for for their company others who don 't pay significant commercial rates are completely excluded. So it's not as though commercial rates is the only sort of issue for small business at the moment. Uh, and in that regard, there is a, a potential of a really significant miss. And finally, the Vintners Association saying that, you, you know, certain, many of its smaller members pay more than 20000 So it does hark at the difficulty in finding uh, you know, a solution that fits all sorts of business. Uh, you know, well-intentioned, but it probably needs more work. And the promise is that there will be more work on this to see if more businesses can get more badly needed support in many instances.
0: Yeah, it's it's it really is difficult to get money to small businesses and be fair at the same time and not squander <laughs> taxpayers' money as well. It's a real tough balance because you don't want to end up supporting giant companies who can well afford it but you do want to support the mom and pop operations and small businesses with maybe less than 100 employees
1: really difficult and and of course it's not just domestic scrutiny the, the state aid and all the sort of european issues around this make it particularly onerous at the moment so uh, a real difficulty there and it, it You know, it may well be that they they need to think about more basic elements around wages and the sort of bills that are moving uh, fastest for these small companies rather than this indirect route.
0: Now, Donal O'Donovan in the Irish Independent has a story about food production here. And it comes, of course, in the week that we saw the plans to close the Wyeth plant uh, in Limerick.
1: Yeah, this is a a big warning uh, uh, about, uh, as Donald puts it, the the sort of impact of waning demand from China because of population change. Now, the reality is we have a lot of concerns about the Chinese economy uh, and how it may perform over the next while because it's been such a driver of global growth. So that's one aspect to it. The other element is, you know, the the difficulty in terms of a, a food product for for baby food in a world economy where the populations are aging, really right around the world. How do you actually get your product right shaped for a changing marketplace? And Ireland is very fortunate. We produce really wonderful food, but we have to be very careful about, uh, you know, changing demand that the marketplace isn't static. It's always changing. And we probably need to think a little bit more carefully. I suppose the other element is it does point also to the downsides of maybe being part of a multinational conglomerate where production just shifts to China in this instance or Switzerland, whereas, you know, a domestically owned company might be thinking more about how it could change the product and uh, maybe adapt to to world demand. But as I say, the big signal there is that even in somewhere, a marketplace that we think we're we're really global leaders, you can't sit still.
0: No, you cannot. Uh, And um, on the other side of the coin, there's some really interesting stuff going on with these diet drugs and weight loss drugs, including Awesome Pick and Wegovy, um, a lot of the food manufacturers, especially the kind of junk food manufacturers, are blaming the success of this drug um, on, on, they think, a fall of demand for, for their products.
1: Well, again, this does emphasize the the need that, you know, food production companies need to be always forward-looking and thinking about these things. The, the reality is, you know, we need to produce food that makes us better and healthier o- over the next while. And, you know, f- much as I love my bar of chocolate, uh, I-, I have to be aware that. Um, it doesn't love me, you know, though, it, Austin, it doesn't love me. <laughs> this is exactly it. And companies need to be constantly... It, it, it does say, you, you know, we talked about how all the small companies might be different in their needs. Even companies that are seen to be very successful globally also need to be constantly reinventing themselves, uh, you know, in a changing world. Absolutely.
0: Joe Brennan in the Irish Times, a story about the bank levy.
1: Yeah, uh, well, well, here it's PTSB saying that it hits them uh, particularly hard because they have a greater share of uh, retail deposits and, you know, A lot of the comment around the bank levy suggests it's almost a costless tax that you can increase whatever way you want it. But in terms of PTSP and the importance of competition in the banking market, this this is maybe one of those unforeseen sort of uh, implications of the rise in the bank levy that a company that is trying to maybe replace some of the competitive pressures lost in this market because of the uh, disappearance of Ulster Bank and KBC is finding itself unduly uh, pressed by the increase in the levy. So watch this space and it will be interesting to see again whether the increase in the bank levy doesn't have knock-on implications in terms of customer costs.
0: Exactly, because PTSB is the smallest of the big uh, three indigenous banks uh, and it it, it doesn't have the big investment banking wings uh, that Bank of Ireland and AIB have. So they will be disproportionately impacted. I'm sure their lobbying has started already with uh, the ministers. Uh, Charlie Taylor in the Business Post is a story about one of Paddy Cosgrave's worst weeks.
1: This is an extraordinary story. And first of all, I have to be very careful in commenting about someone who probably should have been more careful in terms of their comments. And in that, I want to artificially abstract from the awful atrocities that every right-minded person would condemn. And, you know, Paddy Cosgrave's comments on events in Israel and Gaza have been unfortunate to say the least. First of all, he did say that that while there had been some loss of interest by investors and media in the Web Summit, that actually he had more new interest from investors and media because of his comments. But maybe about eight or nine days after the initial comments uh, of, fairly large apology uh, and that doesn't seem to have gone down well and what's really interesting if you look at the social media around this one it's very hard to see exactly what someone is saying there's definitely a hardening of attitudes on all sides and there's these commentaries but two, it does show the difficulty in terms of someone running a business and also maybe making grand comments about the world, however well-intentioned those might have been. So, you, you know, a lot of the large tech companies now pulling out overnight. Gillian Anderson, who was to uh, present at one of the uh, events at the Web Summit, also distancing herself. Very high-profile is withdrawal, a, isn't it? There, it, it, it? there is a real, real issue for, for the Web Summit here, uh, which will be difficult. You know, once you lose these sort of things, once you're explaining, it becomes very difficult to turn it around.
0: It does. And we've seen, of course, Intel and Siemens uh, both uh, withdrawing from the Web Summit, two absolutely giant global companies, uh, according to Charlie Taylor in, in the Business Post. Yeah, it's certainly been a very bad week. He's gone quiet He has withdrawn from X or Twitter, which is something he doesn't willingly do, I suspect. Uh, I suspect he hopes that this will all blow over in time for the Web Summit, which is in about three weeks' time. Uh, Austin, thank you so much uh, for your assessment of the papers and the news stories this week. Have a lovely weekend. Hopefully it's not too wet. And um, we will see you in next...